Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I'm here to talk about life, man. What's up, y'all? It's episode 26 of the Open Minded Podcast. I'm your host, your creator, your director, producer, the whole nine. Uh, it's your boy, Twan. Uh, we're here, man, back with another episode. Um, the date is September 23rd. Uh, this is not going to be a super long episode, but definitely has, has some content to, to talk about. So we're here. Um, so I want to jump straight into it, man. My weekly rant uh, this week. Um, the NBA, uh, they came out with a top 10 player list. Uh, well, an NBA ranking. Um, they do it every single year before the season starts. Um, they usually do one through, I, I believe, 500. Um, so they came out with the top 10 like they always do every year. Um, and the list, I have to be honest, I don't agree with, man. <laughs> um, just to be blunt, I really don't agree with it. Um, I agree with some of it, <clears throat> um, but the majority of it I do not agree with. Um, so let's get straight into the list. So this, so, so these are the top 10. Um so, out the gate, you got LeBron James at one. Pretty sure the majority of the basketball society would not disagree with that. Um, obviously, LeBron James has been the best player in the league, in my opinion, for at, at, at least 10 years. Um, I personally think he's the best player ever. Uh, just, you know, a compilation of his career as well as his abilities. Uh, I mean, it's kind of short, straight to the point. The man's, the man's great. Um, so, number one, LeBron James. Obviously, nobody's arguing that. Number two, not not as as soon as as soon as LeBron James's name, the whole entire list after that, I have a huge problem. Number two, they got Steph Curry. Now listen, Steph Curry is obviously a top five player in the NBA. If you're arguing that, you're crazy. He's not the second best player in the world. He's not. He has. There are some limitations, especially on on the defensive end that he has. That is just, in my opinion, they're extremely glaring. Now he plays on an all-star studded team, so. They're able to hide him a lot of the times, but if you just talk about if you're arguing player versus player, I mean, I just think it's, it's utterly ridiculous to even put Steph Curry at two. Uh, he's not even three, in my, and he's not four in my opinion. So I really don't understand it. Um, at three, they got Harden. Uh, Harden's my favorite player in the NBA, so my opinion in that regard would be a little biased. Uh, but I do. I do think he's the third best player in the NBA. So I'm not arguing with that. Um, and then this is and this was the dumbest thing I think they could have done. At four, they have two players. Like, they they, they have a tie, which is so stupid. Uh, they got Kevin Durant, and they have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, how can you... How how can you say two players are the exact same? How, how can you not decipher between the two? That's ridiculous to me. I don't respect that the NBA did that at all. Uh, I think it's utterly foolish, but it, it doesn't make sense. You are you should be able to say, hey, KD's fourth and Giannis is, is, a, is a fifth, or whatever the case is. But to say that they're equal in every facet of the game is utterly ridiculous to me. Uh, they do have some similarities, but to, but to say that you can't you can't decipher between the two and you and you can't choose, so you just have to say they're one A and one B. I think that's dumb. I don't respect it. I think that's a spineless move by the NBA. Uh, you got to be able to rank players according to their ability. And in my opinion, I'm putting I'm, I'm putting KD e- e- easily above Giannis. Uh, I think Giannis has has the potential to be one of the greatest, uh, at, especially from his physical attributes and all that, man. But KD is where he is. He's already established. 
his game has developed into being, in my opinion, the second best player ever, as well as the second best player on on this list. So to even having tied with Giannis is disrespectful at fourth, but to even have the players tied as a whole is dumb. Um, at five, they got AD uh, Anthony Davis, a player that can virtually do it all. So I'm not really that upset with the uh, uh, upset with that. Uh, at six, they got Russ. Uh, at seven, they got Kawhi Leonard. At eight, they have Joel Embiid. And at nine, they have Dame Lil. Now, obviously, this is one through ten, but obviously, by eight, I stated before, uh, KD and Giannis are tied. So that's why you have two players there. That's why it only goes to nine instead of ten. Now, to, to, to decipher the list, like I stated before, LeBron James is easily the best player in the world. Like I said, I think he's the best player ever. But we're just talking about this list we're talking about right now. First and foremost, I'm going to give you my list. Uh, so I'm putting LeBron James, obviously, at one. Number two is KD. KD and LeBron James have been one and two, in my opinion, for, for at least the, last, the past five years. They've won at it in the finals the past two years. Um, and even and even before that, in 2014, uh, I believe when KD won his, won his first uh, MVP, well, his only MVP, LeBron James was second. And then two years prior to that, when Brown went back-to-back, KD was second in both in a both years. So to even put anybody else in front of him, I think is utterly ridiculous. Yes, KD has two rings now. He has two NBA final MVPs. But if you're listening to my opinion, this is the Open Minded Podcast. My opinion, my way. I do not base players off of career. I think it's stupid. I only, I, I only base it uh, off of the eye test, which is obviously what I'm saying, and then stats. If you're talking about accolades and things of that nature, man, the majority of the accolades in the NBA is based solely on your career. Or solely on the team. Even when you look at the MVP, it's usually the best player on the best team. So, even though LeBron James can have astronomical numbers and, and dominate, it's it's it, it obviously it's been times when, when LeBron has not been on the best team and he hasn't won MVP. If you if you can look me in my face and anybody see me on the shoe, regardless of the case may be, if you look me in my face and say LeBron James should have won, should. If you can say to me that LeBron James should not have won more than four MVPs in his career, you will be drunk, and I will have to question your state of mind. LeBron James has been the best player in the league, like I said, at least 10 years. So he should have 10, 10 MVPs. But that's why, like, even those individual accolades are so based solely on a team. And I just think that that's crazy to me, man. So I, I, I don't like to judge players based on rings. I just think that that's, that's foolish. Or even accolades, man. Like I said, I go off stats, and then I go off the eye test. You go off the eye test, KD doesn't have a flaw, really. He's he's become a way better defender. I, I mean, I do have to say since he's went to Golden State. Um, offensively, he's he, he's the best scorer with the ball everybody anybody's ever seen. That's just, I mean, nobody, we, we haven't seen in our game today a seven-footer that can handle the ball like, like a guard and can shoot the ball like a shooting guard. We haven't seen it. And then you put all of those skills and ability and IQ in a seven-footer, a legit seven-footer. You've never seen it before, man. So he brings something to the table that as us us as a basketball community and society has never seen. So how can he not be at least the second-best player? Now, the only reason I wouldn't put him at first is because LeBron James also seemingly doesn't really have too much of a flaw. I do agree that KD can shoot the ball better. Um, and then he can kind of handle the ball better, too. But LeBron James is a better rebounder, passer, uh, defender, all in all. Uh, and honestly, I think winner. Um, I think that LeBron James is stronger as well. 
Um, and then I also think LeBron James as a whole is more athletic. So and and his IQ is higher. So I just think that all of those stuff combined into one makes Le- makes LeBron James the best forever. Um, but like I said, KD's sitting there at second. And like I said, take away the list. I think LeBron James. I mean, I think KD is the best player, the second best player ever, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. No, nah, a lot of people would not agree with that. But like I said, man, we haven't seen a player that has the ability that KD has. We just haven't seen it. Um, at three, I got to go with Harden. Uh, I think that the NBA got one and three correct. I mean, I think Harden is can control a game offensively better than anybody in the NBA. I think KD's the best scorer, but I think but I, but I think a combination of scoring as well as assists, I think Harden's the best at it. I mean, he's averaged 28 and 10 and 28 and 11, you know what I'm saying, the past couple of years, and then he won MVP this year. So I definitely think that he deserved it in that regard, especially when you look at how good the Rockets were. Now, um, that's how, like I said, society bases wins and bases bases success um, is based on um, a team-oriented aspect. So in that regard, I think that Harden definitely deserved MVP. Uh, but, I mean, I just think that offensively he is – he controls the game the best. I mean, the pick and roll, seeing passers, backside, things of that nature, pull-up jumpers, getting to the rim. I mean, I just think that he wreaks havoc on any defense that he sees. Um, so I'm putting him at third. Um, at four, I think you got to go with AD, man. I think a player that can play play both ends at a high, high level. Uh, I think that he has to work on the three ball because that's where the NBA and that's where basketball as a whole is going. So I think that's the only real glaring flaw on his resume right now. Uh, he's going to get wins. He's going to get an MVP in his career. Um, obviously, barring any injury in that regard. But I just think that as a whole and as an ability, man, he plays defense. He's, he led the league in blocks last year. Um, he plays defense at an extremely high level. Um, and, then, and, then on, and then on the other end, he can give you 26-plus with the ability to put the ball uh, on, the, on on the deck um, and then being able to shoot that mid-range jumper. So I definitely think AD uh, is almost there. Pilots, I just think that he got to work on the three-ball a little. Um, then I'm going to have to put Giannis. Um, I think Giannis obviously has the ability uh, in that regard, but I think he's kind of like uh, AD in the regards that he got to work on that jumper. I think that once he works on the jumper and it becomes exquisite to where, like, people can't just sit off and sit in the paint, kind of how Ben Simmons is, um, I think that Giannis will possibly be the best player in the NBA. I think that's what separates him and KD. Uh, that's why I think it's utterly ridiculous that they were tied. Um, didn't make sense, but I would definitely put Giannis after that. Um, then... I'm doing this right on the spot, if, if you uh, can't tell. So, this is authentic, man. Um, then, I would have to go with Steph. Uh, I think Steph um, has changed the game. Uh, I think that he's already a legend in that regard. I mean, people went from high-flying dunks and getting to the rim to shooting 40-footers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and Steph did that. Uh, Steph was able to win the championship doing that, which is which is something that nobody's ever seen before. But we've, off, but we've, off, we've also never seen a shooter like Steph. 
So that's why I think that he was able to do it. Obviously, with the supporting cast, that was great. And having the second-best shooter ever in Clay Thompson doesn't hurt at all. Um, but I just think that the way Steph plays the game, man, is revolutionary. Um, it's You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it just changes the game. I think it's phenomenal. Um, I think that physical attributes and ability, unfortunately, was not on his side. I mean, he is a 6'3 point guard, so I think that that works in regard. But he's not really that athletic. He's not really strong. Um, he's not really super fast. Uh, but I just think that his ability to his ability to stretch the four immensely is just phenomenal. Um, so you have to put him at least in that top 10. Um, I'm taking Kawhi next. Uh, I think Kawhi, when, when healthy, um, I think that he is one of the best two-way players ever. Um, but I think that I'm just going off of this list now because in my opinion, I think Paul George is better than Kawhi. But if you're going off this list, I think you got to put Kawhi next. Um, I think Kawhi obviously has worked on his jumper and his scoring ability last year or the year before averaging 25 a game. Obviously, we know what he can do on the defensive end. He's kind of a freak in that regard. It seems like he never gets tired. He has those big, strong, long uh, arms and hands. Uh, so I think in that regard, man, both ends of the floor, he's definitely scary in that regard. Um, after that, you got to put Joel, man. I think Joel may be one of the best skilled bigs ever. Uh, he's definitely developing the three. He's one of the strongest bigs, and he kind of has that um, – um, a king the dream feel to the game. He's, he's he's skilled around the rim. He has the head fakes, uh, the post moves, the spin. Uh, he's kind of a technician down there, but goes along with his physical attributes. Seven three, um, strong, nice touch around the rim. Can shoot the three a little bit. So I think you got to put Joel there after that. Um, then I'm putting Lillard. Um, I think Lillard is a master for uh, as far as scoring from 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 the point guard aspect. Um, I think he knocks down the jumper 30, 40 feet. Uh, scary wise, I think that his I think that his defense is getting there. Um, he's sneakily he's sneakily wild athletic uh, to be six three. He's, he kind of he kind of jumps at the gym in that regard. Uh, so I'm definitely putting uh, Dame next. Um, and then to round it out, I will put Russ at ten. Um, if you don't know me, uh, I'm not a Russ fan, so I'm kind of biased in this in this aspect. But I really don't. I I, I really. You got to look at Russ's IQ. Russ, it may be the most athletic point guard ever, uh, aside from Derrick Rose when uh, he was healthy. Uh, Russ is phenomenal in that regard, man. I love him. I, I, I love Russ for for how strong and how hard he plays all the time. Doesn't matter who's on this team, he's going to go 120%. I respect that. I like that fire as a basketball player. Believe me, I do. But if you look at the, the shot selection that he takes, like, I, I feel like I brought this up before, but um, in... In the playoffs last year, Russ shot more threes in a game. Listen to this stat, please. And I think this kind of sums up how I look at Russ. Russ Russell Westbrook shot more threes in the, in a playoff game. Now, mind you, he has Carmelo Anthony and Paul George on his team during, during this game. He shot more threes during the game than any other player on his team shot shots. Let me say that again. Russell Westbrook shot more threes in an actual game, which I believe it was 17. I'm not entirely sure, but I believe he shot 17, 17, I can't, 17 threes in a game. And that was more than any other player on his team shot shots. Shot shots. To be a point guard, man, you gotta, you gotta be the most cerebral player on the court. You cannot think about yourself first 
or nothing like that. And I think Russ is a, is a, is an extreme athlete. I think Russ can get to the rim better than almost anybody in the league. But when you look at the decisions that he makes, the turnover ratio, and, and sometimes man, that fire can be this detriment. Like I said, I like I, I like him because he plays hard. But I think that you got to be able to know when to reel it back. And Russell doesn't know that, man. And I think I, I think I think Russ is ten years deep in his career now. So I don't think that he's going to know that. When him and KD was on the same team, everybody, oh man, he just got to mature and grow. But little, but little did we know that that's who he is, man. And he's shown that. Players have gone and went because of the type of player he is. And if you look at the players that was on his team prior um, with him, obviously, like you see players like Victor Oladipo, who was there, did not shine. Averaged 15 a game. Went to Indiana and took over. You know what I'm saying? So you can't blame the players around him. You got to look at him. Obviously, we know the famous breakup with him and KD. Now, obviously, KD was doing the stand here as well as in uh, Golden State, but look at where KD is now, man. Two-time finals MVP, two-time NBA champion. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that Russ is the detriment to every single player because he can't lift up. Um, he can't lift up, uh, like, just, just, you know what I'm saying, players that you plug in, like a Steven Adams or, or a Jeremy Grant, players like that, Raymond Felton. But if you look at, man, playing with stars, man, you got to be able to know when to go hard and then to reel it back. And that's the one thing that Russell doesn't have. Uh, but I think his tremendous skill set kind of helps him balance it out at 10, in my opinion. Uh, but if, but to make my point clear, if I made my top 10 list, Russell would not be in. So that's just me. But that was my issue with the NBA's top 10 list this year, man. Uh, I don't think that they did it good at all. I think Paul George should be in this list. He's not in it. Uh, definitely something that, you know, I, I think that whoever's working on these lists, man, they got to do a better job in that regard because I think that there's a lot of players that got snubbed. Um, I think I think DeMarcus Cousins should be on this list. I think uh, Big Cat should be on this list, Carl Anthony Towns. There's, there's a lot of players, man, with a lot of skill sets, and I think that the NBA has to do better, man. It has to do better. I love the NBA. I love the game of basketball too much to see products like this put out. So this is to the NBA, man. Got to do better. Got to do better. Um, for music this week, um, it's been weird. I think, I mean, I think, I think it kind of correlates in this regard that, uh, if you don't know, you've been living under a rock, uh, the box office phenomenon, uh, the Black Panther, obviously that's on Netflix now. Um, so I've been watching, uh, the Black Panther a lot. Um, and been listening to the music, uh, uh, because of that, you know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of fire tracks on the Black Panther soundtrack, man, from all of the stars with Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Uh, a song called Big Shot with uh, Kendrick Lamar and Travis Scott. Uh, it's a song called X. Um, it's a self-titled uh, track, uh, Black Panther on there with Kendrick Lamar. Man, you got to really sit down and listen to the Black Panther soundtrack. Um, it's fire. You know what I'm saying? I've just been banging that lately. Uh, been on my Black Panther movement. Been on my Black my Black Pride movement, which is every day I step out of the house. Uh, but that's what I've been banging lately, man. The Black Panther soundtrack. Check it out. Um, got some dumb, dumb fire tracks for sure. Now, as far as shows, um, I'm actually watching it now, man. The Office, man. It's such a classic. I brought this up on my podcast before. I love The Office, man. It's so, it's so, it's so much fun. Um, it has, it has tear jerking moments. It has plenty, plenty, plenty of laughter moments. Um, Steve Carrere, uh, who, who plays Michael Scott, uh, which is the boss. 
super funny. Rain Wilson, who plays um, the White Shrew. Uh, I think those are the two characters that make the, the, the show. Uh, Jim Halpert, uh, Pam Beasley, man, everybody on the show. Stanley Hudson, Phyllis, uh, Aaron, uh, Andy Bernard, um, uh, who am I forgetting? Who am I forgetting? Angela, Oscar, Kevin. Uh, all of these lovable characters, man, it's funny, man. It's something for everybody. Um, I, I just, I just, I just love the show, man. It's something funny. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix, man. All nine seasons. Obviously, it's an older show, but it's extremely funny. Please check it out. The Office, man. U.S. Obviously, because I think that there's another version, uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, but check out The Office, man, on Netflix. It's freaking hilarious. But all right, so that's the show, man. Like I said, it's not gonna be a long show today. Uh, but I had to hit y'all with some content. Appreciate you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, I'm in the works, man. I'm having some special guests on my show. Uh, so be patient, please. I know y'all don't love to hear me rant all the time. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm having guests, I promise, man. We in the works, We're making it work. Shout out, you know what I'm saying, to everybody I've been talking to about coming on the show. It's coming. I know I've been saying that. It is coming. Uh, please don't forget listener support. After every episode, man, you will get a brief synopsis of how to sign up for listener support. Anything that you can donate, man, I truly appreciate it because it goes to the, the open-minded podcast movement, okay? So anything that you can you can, you can donate, man, monthly, whatever the case is, please, please don't hesitate. I appreciate you. I love you. Um, special shout-outs to any and everybody who donate, man. You know what I'm saying? Reach out to me, man. We see if we can get something set up and be on the show. Uh, whatever the case is, man, I'm here for y'all, so I appreciate you. Anything you can do. Um, obviously, as always, man, I will leave you guys with the prayer. Uh, Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity, for this movement, uh, for this platform. Please continue to let your love and your presence and your will be felt. Continue to bless all of my listeners, man, and let them, Lord, to continue to get closer to you. Um, just let your love and your presence and your will continue to be felt, Lord. I love you, God, and I thank you, God. Love you, Jesus, and I thank you, Jesus. In your name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I love y'all, man. Uh, Open-minded podcast episode twenty-six. We here. We in effect. Like I said, I'm in the pro- I'm in the process of getting my special guest on here, man. It's gonna be solid, solid content, um, solid movement, man. We here. Listener support. Don't forget, please sign up, man. Anything will help. Uh, obviously, podcast networks, man. Let me know what y'all trying to do. I'm telling you, we moving, man. Episode twenty-six. Open-minded podcast, man. And above all. Stay open-minded. Love is love, y'all.